This is The Dirty on 30, a podcast that spills the tea on everything 30s. Join your hosts, Melissa and Anna, as they dish on life, relationships, and whatever else they can think of. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Dirty on 30. My name is Melissa. My name is Anna. And this week, we are going to talk to you about Oktoberfest, about our trip to Germany. Another trip. (laughs) We really are almost caught up on trips, guys. (laughs) But thank you for listening to our travel blog. Yep. (laughs) Uh, But basically, Oktoberfest has been a long time coming. So one of our longest running friend traditions has been going to Oktoberfest every year. Yep. And typically we go to an Oktoberfest in Pomona. Yeah. But we have jumped around a little bit with the pandemic and stuff. Yep. We've done like a a home one and stuff. So that was interesting. Yes. But this one was a long time coming. We've been thinking of what we were going to do for our 10th year. And we said, what's best than to actually go to Oktoberfest in Germany? And so last year. Yep. It's been a year. We planned it and booked it, and then it came. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was our 10th anniversary, more or less. Yes, more or less. And, uh, I mean, we've known each other for, like, 13 years, but yeah. still. Yeah, But, like, actually. It's our 10th Oktoberfest friendiversary. <laughs> yeah, but but that's but, when we really started hanging out, because you right. came back, uh-huh. and, like, exactly. we had just gone to Portugal and stuff, so, like, that's where it, it really kicked when off. When we really kicked in, yeah. Yeah. Where we weren't just co-workers anymore. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so for our 10th friendiversary, we wanted to go to real Oktoberfest, and where better to go than the biggest Oktoberfest in the world in Munich. In Munich, yep. But we decided if we were going to go to Germany anyway for Munich, we might as well make it into a proper vacation. Because <laughs> <laughs> what else do you expect from us? <laughs> So we did end up going to Berlin and then Prague, which is in the Czech Republic. So technically not Germany. Yes, not technically, but. But it's halfway from Berlin to Munich. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went to Munich for Oktoberfest. So this is our episode where we're going to talk everything Germany. And what we're really going to do is complain a lot about airlines. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So. It's part of the story. Buckle Buckle up. up. (laughs) Because we got a lot of complaining to do. More than what we've already done to coworkers, <laughs> to and friends, friends and family. family. We just, we're not over it. Every single person who's asked me how Germany was, I was like, oh, Germany was fine. But let me tell you this 30 minute long story <laughs> about my luggage. Yep. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So on the way there, we were basically told that we couldn't land in New York. Yeah. So our flight was from Los Angeles to New York, the first leg. We were we were on time, on schedule, everything was looking beautiful, and then we couldn't land in New York because of thunderstorms. Yeah. It turned into a long airport snafu that sent mm-hmm. us to Philadelphia, then back to New York, and then instead of going straight from New York to Berlin, we now had a layover in Paris. Yep. On our way to Berlin, and we were going to arrive in Berlin like 14 hours after we were originally supposed to be there. Yeah. And it was going to lose our whole first day in in Berlin, basically. 
Yep. And it was a whole hassle, and I'm going to try to keep the complaining short for the podcast, <laughs> but basically, we made it to Berlin 14 hours late, and our luggage did not. Yep. It was still at JFK. It never made the flight to Paris with us. We asked them in Paris, what do we do? And they were like, oh, well, you can't declare it missing until you've arrived at your final destination. And we're like, but it's already not with us. Yeah. <laughs> Whole snafu. And we ended up in Berlin extra late. Extra late, yeah. So the whole reason why we even knew our luggage didn't come in Paris was because I put an air tag on it. And I actually love that idea that I put one in there for just this reason. I really should buy an air tag like this week before we go on vacation again. <laughs> but the thing is, is like it doesn't update, you know, as often as you'd want it to. It just, it has to kick off from a like a... Somebody has to walk some, by with an yeah, iPhone. with an iPhone. So that's how it works. So we weren't getting like immediate updates, but we knew that it was still at right, JFK. because we're in Paris and it says last updated an hour ago at JFK. And we're yeah. like, well, an hour ago it should have been in the air with us. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. So good. good. So we made it to Berlin. We waited in line. We declared our luggage officially missing. And at this point, we basically have no clothes on us. Nope. I mean, I usually pack a packing cube of emergency clothes in my carry on. And I did. But in this case, I packed my dirndl for Oktoberfest (laughs) because I hand sewed that dirndl for Oktoberfest and I did not want to lose it. So now here I am in Germany with no clothes. Except the journal that I was not going to wear until Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah. And I did not pack any clothes in my, except for like A my sweatshirt. two sweaters and stuff. So yeah. So I was out of luck. So we make it to our hotel. We check in. It's super late. And we've missed the whole first day of sightseeing in Berlin. But we also had tickets to Lollapalooza Berlin. Yeah, which was our first fun event of the trip. Mm-hmm. So we decided that even though it was late and everything was closed, we're going to make it to Lollapalooza so we can get our wristbands, make sure we get everything checked in properly, and like we're ready to rock and roll for the next day and maybe catch the closing set. Yeah. So that's what we did. We went to Lollapalooza. We got a beer that helped a lot. Yes. <laughs> and by a beer, we mean I mean we got a Radler. Radlers are the best. They're like half beer, half lemonade. Yeah. That so was tasty. our drink of the week. Of the trip, yeah, yes. The trip, yeah. They are my favorite things to drink Yeah, in they're Europe. They're so good. Because they're only like 2% alcohol. You can drink them all day and never die. Yeah. And we were anticipating, I was anticipating to drink a lot on Oktoberfest. So I want to just, you know, pace myself a little. Right. Not let's like, not ruin our livers before we even <laughs> yeah, get to Munich. Exactly. So. And we got to watch David Guetta's set that night. Yeah. And... I'm not going to lie. The beginning of his set was fire. He started so strong. Yeah. So amazing. He really but did. The problem was it was like a 90-minute set, and he like ran out of material at 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. He started too strong. He started too, yeah. He should have like built up, but... Paced himself yeah, a little paced. more. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was pretty good for a DJ set because right. there's no real action going on you know you just kind of just got a deep but he was very entertaining yeah he was yeah and we're right in his target age group let's be honest (laughs) yeah who was the right age when david ghetto was top of the world we were the right age exactly this whole lollapalooza was nostalgic for me oh super nostalgic but we'll get into all of that but yeah 
So that was our trip there and day one. Oh, and we bought Lollapalooza shirts and socks <laughs> because we needed clothes for the next day. So the next day we yeah. looked like the worst of tourists. <laughs> yeah. I would just like to say. Yeah, we did. We, looked, we looked great <laughs> with our matching Lollapalooza socks. Right. We didn't get the same color shirt, though, so we weren't matchy-matchy. Right. But we know our socks, knee-high socks almost. But even <laughs> still, with us each wearing a Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza shirt yeah. and the matching socks, yeah. <laughs> we were so, so classy. We were, you know, just walking through Berlin with our Lollapalooza shirts. So the next day in Berlin, we had a lot of catching up to do because we were now trying to cram two days worth of sightseeing into one day, basically. Yeah. Yeah, we started out... What did we do first in the morning? Was that the Berlin Wall? Did we do the wall first, the East Side Gallery? I think so. Yes. Because we got off the um, the metro. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because we got breakfast over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we went to the East Side Gallery first, and that is the longest remaining standing part of the Berlin Wall. It's like two kilometers long. Yeah. And about every, what would you say, 20 feet? Mm-hmm. About Ish. every... 20 feet the wall is separated into segments and in the 90s when the berlin wall fell they had artists come in and paint those segments with like political messages with what they want did for the future of berlin with reminders as to why the berlin wall was there it was a really good gallery i liked it a lot yeah, it was there really were, nice. There were some nice... There were really nice There ones. were some nice ones. Yeah. And it was just interesting to walk along the river and see the wall and see, like, where it actually was geographically and... Yeah. And it was cool to see the... When they did the repainting of them, you know, years later. Right. And see, and see that, that they kind of updated them and stuff. Yeah, like, 20 years after they originally did it, they brought the... They brought all the same artists back to repaint... Yeah. They're segments of the wall. Yeah. So some of them look really good. Yeah. So that was really nice. And we started there. And then we went over to the Berliner Dom, which is the cathedral in Berlin. And that was gorgeous. But all the cathedrals are always I gorgeous. Know. Let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be yes. Like super, super gorgeous. Yeah. All the architecture and stuff. Yes. And then after that, we went to uh, the Charlottenburg Palace. Oh, yeah. Which was the palace of the wife of the King of Prussia, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After she had her son and had born an heir for the king, she no longer had to live with the king in the middle of uh, Berlin. So he built her a palace, or she built herself a palace Yeah, on the outskirts of Berlin. And that was gorgeous. I love palaces. Yes, you do. Yeah, in, yeah, I do. The interior design, like yeah. the furniture, the the gardens, everything. I just, I love a good palace. Yeah. And I loved it, but I was like, we need to hurry because we need to go the second day of Lollapalooza. Yeah, we were running late at that point. <laughs> but we but we didn't, we did the reading, right? That was the one where we were reading all the prompts Yeah. the the self-guided tour so we went a little bit faster than we would if we were listening to it 
So we 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 made it in time. We did. Yeah, we did make it to to Lollapalooza on time. Yeah. We, so after the Charlottenburg Palace was on the way to Lollapalooza. Yeah. So then we went to Lollapalooza for the evening, day two. That was a lot of fun. We went to see Macklemore, Jason Derulo, and Imagine Dragons. Yes. And they were just good sets. Yeah, they were all good sets. Except it was the opposite order. Jason was first, right? I think Jason was first. and Jason, then Macklemore, Mac- then Imagine Dragons. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. schedule changed. Originally, they were going to have Jason and Macklemore on at the same time. And we were like... What do we do? Or no, Jason was going to be on the same time as Imagine Dragons. Yeah, as Imagine Dragons. And we were like, what do we do? Who do we choose? (laughs) Who do we see? But then they changed the schedule and they put Jason first. And that just made it so much better. (laughs) Made it so much better, but that also tightened our schedule for the day because now instead of being at Lollapalooza at like 7 for Macklemore, we had to be at Lollapalooza at like 5.30 for Jason. Yeah. So we went to Lollapalooza. We got... More beers. More beers. We got dinner there later. Yeah. Crepes. They were delicious. (laughs) And yeah, we saw Jason was so much fun. Very throwback. Very, very throwback. High school Anna was very very smooth. He was cracking me up though because like he took his tank top off at one point to show the abs and like everybody cheered. And then like the next song, he put the tank top back on and then did it again. No, didn't he just rip it off? He and did he rip put, it off, yeah. And then he then put, he put on, on like another, another one. tank top. Yeah, and then he ripped that one off. He did too. that one again, like two songs later. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, okay, maybe maybe the second one was a little dramatic. <laughs> I didn't mind. Nobody minded. <laughs> no, I did not mind. He was at eye all. candy. Exactly. He really was. So Jason was great. I, my personal favorite of the three was Macklemore, but I adore Macklemore. And he yeah. was just up there having so much fun. Oh, yeah, he was. He was just vibing. Like, if we're talking about people who just, like, look like they're having a great time while they perform, he was having a great time. Yeah, he was. I actually really enjoyed that one. Yeah. And I'm not, like, a huge Macklemore fan. I mean, I like some of the songs, but some of them, I don't know, like, they give me, not anxiety, but, like, like they're so high energy that I get like anxious sometimes. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. So like I, I was can't listening, listen to them. I was listening to Halloween music on Halloween, of course, right? Yeah. Because that just passed. And like two hours later, I was like, why am I so anxious right now? Like I can't figure out why I'm so stressed. And it was yeah. the flipping suspense music. <laughs> yeah. It was just was yeah. just killing me. Yeah. So, so that happens. It definitely there's yeah, definitely so. music anxiety can happen. But while I was there, it was different. It was a different energy because it was just so um, everyone the was whole just crowd vibing was vibing and everything. So I really enjoyed it more than I do listening to on the radio and stuff. So yeah, that I'm was I'm going to say the same exact statement, but for Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. That guy was also having a lot of fun. He was. But he's known for that. Like right. I already knew that about him from like videos and stuff that that's what they say about him and then he also like he also did the shirtless yeah he's all also shirtless and stuff he's a little more daddy shaped than uh, jason though that's true a little bulkier yeah but he's still he's still ripped yeah he's still yeah he's just ripped like like a lumberjack exactly (laughs) exactly yes yeah so we we backed up a little from imagine dragons and went towards the back um so we could just enjoy it 
and sit down a little bit. We were tired. It had been such a long day. Yeah. But we still enjoyed all of the set. And then, then we, what did we do? We got crepes. Oh yeah. We did get crepes. We were starving. Yeah. And at that point in the evening, the problem with, with Europe people is that if it's after like a certain time of night, everything is closed. Yeah. You cannot go find an open store, an open restaurant, an open anything. Yeah. Like, so we had crepes the last thing we, before we left. And, and it was a really fun yeah. evening. Yeah, it was. It really was. I give Lollapalooza Berlin like a 10 out of 10. Yeah. It did take us a long time to catch on to the fact that we were supposed to be recycling our cups, though. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> till, told like, us. Until the second to last one. <laughs> Nobody told us. We were like, why are we getting charged two euros extra on every drink? Yeah. And it was because you're supposed to bring your cup back from the first drink. Yeah. And recycle it and turn it in. <laughs> Which, we're just throwing them away. We're just throwing them away. But the whole place was super clean. It's not yeah. like not like American festivals where no. there's cups everywhere on the ground because everybody was turning them back in for their two euros, yeah. except us. We were throwing <laughs> ours away in trash cans. Yeah. No, it was really nicely kept. Like everyone yeah. got rid of all their trash and stuff. There was nothing. Super clean. Yeah. Everybody was friendly. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, it was, it was a lovely festival. Yeah, it really was. And it was so convenient from like the metro stop and like, or what is it? The unions? Yep. The U-Bahn. The U-Bahn stop and stuff. And it was so easy to go in. I feel like other festivals, you just like. They're such a hassle. Yeah, they're such a hassle. This was really, really This easy. one was just, yeah. Everything about it was easy. Everything was clean. Everything was just very well done. Yeah. I give Lollapalooza Berlin like a solid festival score. Yep. Maybe not a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Because we weren't there all day to enjoy all we of the... We weren't there all day. We didn't do a lot of the side things. Yeah. All the booths and stuff. So. We did, however, get some free sunscreen from them, which I really needed. We, you really needed, yeah. I needed so bad because all of my sunscreen was lost in my luggage. Yeah. <laughs> so they had a sunscreen booth and I was like, heck yeah. Yeah. We're going there. Okay. Let's move it along because we're thinking... We're running out of time and we haven't time. even <laughs> left Berlin yet. <laughs> we haven't even left Berlin yet. So the next day we did a walking tour of Berlin, walked around all of the main places, like saw the Nazi headquarters, did a lot of yeah, a lot of World War II tourism, Checkpoint Charlie, which is the main checkpoint along the Berlin Wall where you would go from east to west Berlin. We saw another cathedral. We saw, you know, the Brandenburg gate we saw the reichstag it was just a basically a walking tour of berlin day yeah nothing super fancy and then the day after that we left for prague and we still didn't have our luggage by the way correct <laughs> we had already we bought clothes we did buy clothes yes so we had caved at this point and yeah. bought clothes and toiletries for reimbursement and to be fair we did get reimbursed okay good i mean yes <laughs> Melissa did the favor of buying it so that we, it would be an easier transaction. <laughs> yeah, so that instead of both of us having to submit the reimbursement request, we could just group it together as one. Yeah. So when we went to Prague, we were on a train for a very long time. Like yeah. Four or five hours of, uh, of sightseeing, rural. Scenery, countryside. Rural Germany. It was really pretty. Melissa was asleep. More than half of the time. I did fall asleep. I would sleep for very little, but I was just like, oh, I loved all the scenery and stuff. So it was a really nice. The little German towns that we kept passing were so cute. Yeah, they were. But I was tired. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't sleep well on transportation. No. Like, if I slept more than half the trip, I was tired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't sleep at all. I'm usually the one that's, like, knocked out right when we take off or whatever, and then, like, I don't wake up. Yep. And then when we got there, same kind of thing. We were in Prague only for like a day and a half. So we had crammed in our sightseeing. So the first thing we did was go to our hotel, drop off our luggage, and then we went and took a, a tram to the Prague Castle. Yeah. Up on the hill. Up on the hill. So Which the I was not problem, looking forward to. The problem with castles is they're always up on the hill. Yeah. And the trams never go straight to them no. because they weren't, the trams, you know, and the the trains and the subways are, are way newer than Old Town. Yeah. So we had to walk up the hill. It wasn't as terrible as I thought as I was making it out to be. It was, it was a little bad, but it wasn't as bad. I was just complaining the whole way because that's just how I am. <laughs> So we did the Prague Castle tour. So we got to go through the old castle. We got to see the St. Vitus Cathedral, which was amazing. I mean, as far as Gothic cathedrals go, that might be like the best one I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. After like the Notre Dame. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we did a walking tour. We walked all the way back to our hotel from the castle through Old Town. So we saw the Charles Bridge, which is a famous bridge in Prague. And Prague was just gorgeous. Like yeah. every building facade was amazing. We kept turning on, on the, like the next corner and Anna would be like, well, what's that building? And I'd be like, it just says it's a building. <laughs> it's not even on my list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, I like, if you think of really pretty European town, city, whatever, like it that, might be the prettiest one might, I've ever seen. Yeah, it might be the prettiest one that I've been to, and it in was the old just, town area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was just so picturesque. Like every street, they were just so perfectly like done. All the streets, uh, it was beautiful. Right. I like that was my favorite. I well, I mean, obviously there was other favorite parts of the trip, but this was like my favorite city. Oh, no, it this, was by yeah. far, in, compared to Berlin and Munich, it was gorgeous. It was yeah. my favorite city. Yeah, it was really nice. And there was an astronomical clock and things like that. And and we just basically, we walked all the way back to the hotel. Yeah. It was like a two-mile walk. Yeah, it wasn't very terrible. Um, and straight through Old Town, and it was, yeah, we were just... Just looking at all of everything. Yeah. Still no luggage. Still no <laughs> luggage. Correct. <laughs> so the next day, we went to a national memorial up on a hill. It's like a big white museum on a hill with a large statue of a horse and a man in the front. Yeah. And it's kind of impressive looking. Yeah, it was. But it was in some ways it was kind of interesting to be at because it didn't appear to be a major tourist attraction. No. What what it says that they get a lot online is it's more of like a I'm gonna call it like a fourth grade field trip destination. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can see I can definitely see that. <laughs> like all the schools take their classes there for field trips. Yeah. As like a national memorial and museum. Yeah, it was pretty lonely. It was. And uh, it, the memorial on the hill has been several different types of memorials over time. It used to have one of their presidents used to be entombed there. 
But at this point in time, it's basically their version of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. So we went there. We went through their museum because it was very cheap. <laughs> and that museum was useless. Everything was in check. <laughs> the woman at the front was talking to us in check for like five minutes explaining how we were supposed to go around the building. And we were like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And I had no idea anything she said. Yeah. <laughs> But I was, thought it was big enough. I mean, it was small enough. It was a very small could, museum. To yes. Figure it out, anyways. But, she just was probably saying like a certain order or something. And then we probably walked away in straight the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But and then we went to the cafe there and got some great lemonade. Yeah. And then from there we went to the Mucha Museum. Yeah. Who is a very famous Czech artist, arguably the most famous Czech artist. And I particularly really like his style. It's very art deco. Um, he did lots of advertising posters for theaters and for for companies, like literally ads back yeah. in the day when ads were, instead of like a billboard, they were just like posters on the streets. Yeah. Um, so that was gorgeous. And at this point in time... We found out that our luggage was on its way to Prague. Finally. Finally. But that they couldn't guarantee that it would be delivered before our bus Departure, the next morning yeah. to Munich. So we decided to go to the Prague airport ourselves and pick up our luggage. Yep. We decided to take a bus. And that is what we did. Head straight there. We took and like an hour bus. <laughs> it was quite the adventure, but... It was worth it. We went to the airport. Then we realized we couldn't get to the baggage claim because it was through customs. Yeah. So we had to like call a phone and mm -hmm. be like, hi, we're here to pick up our luggage. Yeah. And they had to escort us like backwards through customs. <laughs> it was stuff. worth it because it was worth the two hour detour to finally have our luggage and not yeah. have us chasing us. Because at this point in time, the luggage went to Berlin, even though we were already in Prague. Because they said it had to arrive at our original final destination, and we were like, that's dumb. Yeah. And then it went to Frankfurt, Frankfurt, because they didn't have a direct flight from Berlin to Prague. Even though, like, Prague was closer. Was closer than Frankfurt, and Frankfurt's yeah. the wrong direction. Yeah. And then it missed its flight in Frankfurt, and got delayed there, and got put on a later flight to yeah. Prague. So we were concerned when they said it could take like, 24 hours to 48 hours to get delivered to our hotel. We were like, like screw we're that. We're going to be in Munich. Chances. Yeah. We're going to be in Munich by then. And then we're going to be home when it's in Munich. Like the luggage yeah. is just going to play hopscotch the whole way. Yeah. So like our luggage went on its own trip. Like Our luggage has been to Frankfurt and we have not been to Frankfurt <laughs> exactly. is all I am saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it went on its own side. So at our end of our day there for, for Prague, we we basically went and, and stole our luggage. Yeah. And is that where we went to the... The train. Then, yes. yes. For dinner, we went to a, or for lunch, I forget. Dinnerish. We went for dinner. Yeah. Um, we went to a restaurant where it's, they basically have like a loop of a, a model train loop that circles the entire restaurant and it brings you your beers and your food. The, the tr model trains act as your waiters and they were so cute. They, they were. would pull up, they would do a little train honk like beep beep. <laughs> And then you could unload yeah. or load things back onto it. Mm -hmm. We did the beer tasting train, which yeah. was like four tasters. 
and yeah. we got burgers and fries mm-hmm. and was that delicious. was a lot of fun yeah it was it was cute it was a good a good dinner yeah it was a good like distraction it was fun it was yeah yeah and we had already like I mean, I don't, I don't know what you wore, but I know that I was like, I'm wearing my clothes. I'm getting (laughs) out of this mess. We were wearing our own clothes for the first time this (laughs) trip instead of our like sad, cheap clothes that we bought at the, at like basically European big five. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we were, we were feeling like normal humans for the first time of the trip. (laughs) Finally. And it was a good evening. So then the next day we took a bus from Prague to Munich. That was cool. We got to sit at the very front of the bus. Yeah. On the top of like a double decker. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Good views. Uh, Lots of good views of bugs splattered on the front windshield though. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Could have been a little cleaner. That's true. It was nice. And then we dropped off our luggage at that hotel and went to another palace. Because yes. this was now our third palace of the trip. Mm-hmm. This was the Nymphenburg Palace in Munich. And it was very similar vibes to the first one. It yeah. was built for, you know, the wife of a of a king in the outskirts of the city center. Was that the one with the beautiful girls? No. Or was that the one in Berlin? No, that was the one with the beautiful girls. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Where they had they had like a gallery where the King was like, I want beautiful women painted in my city. But instead of just painting like princesses and aristocrats' daughters, he was actually going for let's paint the prettiest women in the city. So he was painting people like the baker's daughter and like the seamstress and stuff like that. And it was yeah. considered very controversial at the time because of his gallery of like 32 women that were painted, like he would put paintings of poor women right next to paintings of princesses yeah that was nice though it was it was beautiful yeah and that was also where they had the ridiculous porcelain collection oh yeah their porcelain collection was crazy guys like they in the room they had like little perfectly designed shelves like three or four inch shelves and then like on top of the shelf would be like the one piece of porcelain like designed directly to fit on the shelf and there were like thousands of them in the room the whole porcelain collection. Yeah. And that was also where they had the swans and somebody was having the wedding, the marriage proposal oh, yeah, out front. Yeah, that's true. They had a lake with swans and there was like an arch with flowers and a big sign that said, marry me. Yeah. Someone got Set proposed. up. Somebody got proposed to. That was nice. That was pretty. Yes. So that was a fun palace. And then we went back to the hotel and the next day was... Holocaust tourism. So right outside of Munich is Dachau. It was one of the, it was the first concentration camp of World War II. And it was a very major one. And I really am into World War II history and I really, really wanted to go to Dachau. So we went and we got there early, but we actually missed the cutoff for being in the tour group, which was sad. Yeah. But the audio tour was fine. We yeah. went we went through and saw everything, I'm sure. Yeah. So that was a very like sober morning. Yeah. It was it was very it was very real to be there. Mhm. It really was. Yeah. 
I don't want to take a lot of pictures. I just wanted to be no, in the moment. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, pay my respects. It doesn't seem and just polite like, to like take, like this is yeah. not a happy Instagram place. Exactly. Like, this is, yeah. Yeah. This is a, is a place of reflection. Yeah. So basically I took a picture of the sign at the outside and yeah, that was my picture. I took a few, but. Right. Yeah. I took a few of the building, but I didn't really take any pictures inside the buildings. No. Yeah. And then we went back to Munich and went to the Nazi museum. Yeah. Where we accidentally did the museum backwards. <laughs> That's not our fault. They did not have good signage to say you're supposed to take the elevator to the top floor and then work your way down. So we worked our way up the stairs. And I was like, why Why are we going back? Why are all the dates going and back then, in time? And then I don't know how... We got to like one of the, we circled the floor on like the second or third floor and saw the sign at the elevator saying to go down to the next floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we were like, oops. <laughs> yeah. We didn't do that. That's right. And then we went to a square that had the three main art museums of Munich. They have like the old art museum the new art museum and then the modern art museum because new is not modern. Yeah. New is like Renaissance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we went through the art museum and got to see some Van Goghs, some Monets. Yeah. So they had some solid art collection. Yeah, some really big pieces. Oh, they had huge pieces. Huge pieces. Huge. I had like bigger than life size. I know, I had to use Melissa as my mo model as scale. scale. Yeah, <laughs> cuz I was just like, can you just stand there cuz this one is like gigantic. Like it was, yeah. But yeah. they were really nice. It was They had some yeah. Rubens with the Rubenesque. Yeah. Art they had, yeah. It was it was a great art museum. That was a good way to end the day. Yeah, especially after the morning. Yes, kind of cleanse our palate from the Holocaust. Yeah. And then the next day was Saturday, which was opening day of Oktoberfest. Yep. And the festivities had officially started. Yeah. So we were there both Saturday and Sunday, two days of Oktoberfest. Uh, I got to wear my dirndl. I was super excited. I did not wear one. I did not make one. <laughs> I just wore a dress. <laughs> that was fine. Lots of people were wearing dresses. Yeah, so... But it was squished in the beginning. Oh my, my first gosh. my first thought was squished. <laughs> we got stuck in like this terrible crowd where people thought they could keep going, but because of the parade, the path forward was blocked. Yeah. And more and more people kept trying to squish forward and cut through. I don't I don't even know how the people in the carts got through like I mean, I guess people moved out of the way cuz it's for part of the festival, but they had it roped off for the cart. That's why people were stuck. They couldn't move forward because the ropes for the cart. Yeah, but somebody passed by with, I don't know. If, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they passed by with a cart and they just, but yeah. we were sardines. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Like the pretzel carts and yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Those people were crazy. Yeah, we were sardines. We were sardines. We got to see the beginning parade a little bit for a, for a certain version of C. There were yeah. lots of people blocking the view. There were. With everybody's camera phones are up in the air. Yeah. And Anna kept asking me questions like, has the mayor gone by yet? And I was like, I wouldn't even recognize my own mayor. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Much less would I recognize the mayor of Germany <laughs> or of Munich. Yeah. I, yeah. Because at Oktoberfest, they start with an opening ceremony where the mayor opens the or taps the first keg. And then after that first keg pours, 
every other tent can pour. Yeah. And they did like a 12-gun salute, which I only thought was funny because they had like announcements beforehand, like, we will be firing 12 guns as part of the ceremony of 12-gun <laughs> salutes. Do not panic. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's a modern announcement right there. Yep. So the first day of Oktoberfest, we kind of tent hopped from tent to tent to see what they looked like. Yeah. And what they had was inside. Every, all, all of them were every different. Every tent was different. They had a different theme. Um, so we started in like yeah. a fish boat sailing themed tent. Yeah. That had a, the band was on like a boat built in the tent. Yeah. And we ended up on an upstairs balcony. That was kind of fun. Standing. Had a beer. Yeah, had a beer. Had our first beer. Yeah, it, we really should have thought about reserving a table, but you had to pay like 400 euros to reserve a table. Yeah. There was no way we were spending was, that much. There was no way to get a seat was the problem yeah. that Anna and I found. Yeah. The first day with it being so busy and everything, like every table, if you weren't there first thing in the morning to grab your table, there were no tables. Yeah. And you have to be sitting at a table to get a beer, more or less. Yeah, more or less. So we kind of tent hopped the first day. We sat by a bunch of different groups of people. Mm-hmm. First, we were by like an older group from, where were they from? Finland? I can't remember. And then we were by like a couple from, a, a lesbian couple from Alaska. And we were by... Um, the dudes from Sweden. Yeah. And we were by, where were the black guys from? Oh, I can't remember. I don't remember either. I was drunk. We were drunk by then. (laughs) I was really drunk. And Oktoberfest was a vibe. It really was. Yeah. We had, I had like five rounds of beer and it's the big ones. So I. They bring around, the waiters carry around like 20 or 30 steins at a time. It's ridiculous. That's the one picture I forgot to take. They set them all down on the table and then you just pay cash. Like, yeah. take a stein. And that pay. was another thing is we weren't, I wasn't prepared, prepared to, to pay use, cash for everything. Yeah, exactly. I thought there would be a tab at some point. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it makes, I mean, it makes sense. I didn't. Yeah. It makes sense now that we've been there and seen what it looks like. <laughs> it was chaos, people. It was chaos. Yeah. Nothing like the one back here. <laughs> nothing. It was, but it was well worth it. I'm yes. so glad we went. It was definitely we worth the experience. It. Yeah. We experienced it. And I have no idea how we got home the first day. No. Like Anna was so drunk. I was so drunk. That she didn't know where we were. And we took a different train station yeah, than that's we took all to I get remember. there. That's all I remember. Because we took a different exit from the entrance yeah. and just kind of followed the crowd and then took a different train station. And I I didn't even realize till the next day when we were on the way back where I was like, how did we get home last night? Like, yeah. this isn't the path we took. Nope. This isn't the train we took. Not at all. Like, I, don't, I, have, I have no idea how we got home. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody should definitely count on taking the train back home. There will be no driving after Oktoberfest. No. Yeah, but I have no idea how you even knew where to get off. Like, I don't remember. The graffiti, Gato. <laughs> El Gato. I just, I don't remember. Well, we were at the, our our hotel was next to the main train station. So all, all train station, all the trains went through the main that's train true. station. Like, all we had to do was make sure we were going the right direction. Yeah, that's true. And then just find our way out of the train station. After. And then I was so sick that night. From like two in the morning to like eight in the morning, Melissa puked for six hours straight. (laughs) 
Yeah, she did. And then from like eight in the morning to like 11 in the morning, I slept. That was restorative. And then we went back. <laughs> and then we went back. Yes. That is basically how. But I didn't feel like sick until I had the first, the first beer, beer when we were back at the sec the second day. So the second day, we I will say we went straight to a specific tent. There was a tent that's known for having gay Sunday. Yeah, and I was like, I definitely want to go be with that crowd. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun because they were playing songs like. They were going from like Oompa Oktoberfest music to like YMCA and like Whitney yeah. Houston and Lady Gaga and Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. Yeah. So that was a vibe. And we did manage to get a table in the shade. Yes. Which was great. But I did not drink. I, I ordered the like kids lemonade <laughs> and Anna got the first beer and, and that was she it. was dying. And that was it. I felt sick after I was, there was no way I was having a second one. But so we hung out there for yeah. a couple hours with that, with that table. And then we walked around trying to find you the sugar pretzel that we oh, lost yeah. the first day. God, it wasn't even worth it. And I had seen a pastry the first day for like a churro pretzel, like a cinnamon sugar pretzel. And yeah. we searched like every tent on the way back trying to find it. And then we went to the souvenir tent so that I could get a Stein and you got a t-shirt. Got the t -shirt. last t-shirt. The last t-shirt, yeah. That's and it was still incredible. a good second day. It really was. Yeah. I enjoyed the vibe of Gay Sunday a lot. It was. It was, yeah, it was really But fun. we were so hungover. We are too old for Oktoberfest <laughs> at Munich. We should have built in like every other day, like drinking day, hangover yeah, day, drinking but, day, mean, hangover day. we were day. only there. Right. For the first two days. So it's, we couldn't have a break in between. Yeah. But. But lots of fun. And then we had to be up like 3.30 the next morning to go to the airport. airport. And then we got to the airport and they weren't even open. I know. <laughs> we waited there for like an hour and a half for our counter to open because it, with a bunch of other Americans, because it didn't count as like an international flight for them. It counted as like, because our first flight was to just Germany to to Paris. Yeah. And they didn't open it as, as early as they open like the true international outside of the EU yeah. counters. So technically we were we first slept in line. In. Yeah, yeah, we were slept, but we were first in line and we were not the first to be helped, which makes sense because they started helping the priority members, members priority first, members. but that was annoying. It was yeah. like, we've been here for like an hour and a half. Can you just check us in? Seriously. <laughs> that, that was the only annoying part. But our flight back went perfectly, which was great because we did not need any airport stress after the beginning of the trip. Yeah. And that was the story of Germany and Oktoberfest. And now the question is, would you do Oktoberfest again? Yes. I would too. I would just plan it differently next time. Yeah. Bigger group gets to get a table. Yeah. Bigger group, a table, and maybe not the weekend right before we leave. <laughs> Right. Maybe start Built that. Built in a hangover day. Yeah. Start the trip at Oktoberfest. Start the trip But the at problem Oktoberfest. is all the hotels and everything get so expensive for Oktoberfest. That's why we finished the trip at Oktoberfest. Yeah, that's true. To but, save money. I mean, yeah, that's true. Just building a hangover day. Yeah. We should have took, like, came back on Tuesday. Yeah. But that's And it probably true. would have been less busy on Tuesday. Yeah. But it was a good event. Highly recommend. So... The last segment was pretty long, so now we're just going to go straight into good vibes, but I do want to say 
that our guilty pleasure is talking about our trips. Our trips. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We and do enjoy podcasting this as yeah. our travel blog. This is like our journal. This is our diary. This is something that we enjoy. So this we're is not, our guilty pleasure. Yeah, but to not make it super long of an episode, we're just going to go straight to good vibes. And speaking of good vibes for our next trip, because we are already leaving like this next weekend, weekend to Greece, Greece and Turkey and Croatia and Albania. Albania starting in Italy. So yeah, so that's going to be a cruise, a 10 day cruise. And we will talk about it when we get back. Yep. See you next time. See you next time. If you're enjoying our podcast, please like and subscribe. We release a new episode every Tuesday. For bonus features, videos, extra content, and to keep us ad-free, please support us on Patreon. For throwback photos and a sneak peek behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at thedirtyon30. And if you have any recommendations for our Guilty Pleasures or Born in the 90s segments, shoot us an email at thedirtyon30 at gmail.com. Stay safe. We'll We'll see see you next week. week.